Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Check the time and adjust your dial. It's time for the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. The best podcast by gamers for gamers. Each week we give you the rundown of all the happenings in the gaming world. News updates, reviews, and much more. We do all the research so you don't have to. And if you still want more after the show, we got you covered. Check out our website at thegzchopshop.com for all of our latest content. Now keep your ears locked because it's time for the GZ Chop Shop. Yo, what is up, everybody? Project Itachi here. Welcome back for another week of the GZ Chop Shop. We have an amazing show lined up for you today. We are going to be covering PlayVS and Nintendo's new partnership. And we're going to be talking about some really shady stuff Amazon has been up to, as well as more hot water with Apple versus Spotify as the... Uh, top contender for the music platforming so a lot of good stuff in this episode uh unfortunately Kara is not here with us this week she's taking care of some family things so we do not have we don't have our uh our common sense with us so i don't know how this is going to turn out <laughs> Kara usually reels us in <laughs> but we're going to jump right into it so warners what's uh what's up with this nintendo thing so before I jump into it, um, you remember, I think it was two podcasts ago, we were talking about um, colleges that are starting to have uh, formed gaming competitions and uh, gaming scholarships that can yeah. lead you to um, basically a career in esports or gaming, or if you want to branch out and just do other things, but the scholarship, mm-hmm. uh, the scholarships are there for the taking now and it's, and it's only growing. Well, this, we were wondering what, what can we do to get accepted into those scholarships? And we, did, we weren't sure, right? Yeah. Well, I came across an article today about a company called PlayVS. Uh, and I, I just learned about this like this week. I had never heard of it. So PlayVS is an online platform that lets gamers form esports teams at their high schools. That, oh. I know, right? That's I, I was okay. like, you see, I had no idea. So uh, they were actually founded in 2016. Little background there, and they they their total funding at the time was uh less than a hundred million dollars. Like they they weren't being funded a, a, a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I don't think they were obviously being taken very seriously. But now mm. uh, they have uh, they form these esports teams uh, and have these players can. Or these teams compete with each other with other schools for titles at state championships. So that's how they're getting that. Okay. Yeah. But we're going to go more. We're going to dive more into this. Okay. This company has the rights to introduce video games as a sport in over 20,000 high schools nationwide. 20,000? 
you were remember when we were talking about colleges and we what, what did we have like a list of like nine or ten or something? Yeah, it was like ten. Over twenty thousand in twenty-three states associated with the NFHS. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what the NF uh, NFSA, <laughs> that's hard to say. SHS. There are the. It's easier to just say the damn phrase. National, <laughs> the National Federation State uh, of State High School Associations. So, uh, what they do is they serve its members by basically creating the leadership for administration and uh, education-based high school athletics and activities through the writing of playing rules that emphasize health and safety educational programs. Uh, they develop leaders, administration supports, so on and so on. So they're the, like the guidelines for sports in, uh, in middle school and high school, like overall anyways. And now Play VS is a part of that. And it's cool because they have to have coaches too. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. How are these coaches determined? Are they picking like, are they picking from our generation of like You're gamers? Re- I don't know. I, I, like, are you a retired 28 year old esports player? <laughs> Like, That's like, a good like somebody has to be coaching them and that means this person has to be a veteran <laughs> in the game so who are they picking you know to be the coach that that i don't know i i honestly i i thought about that i couldn't find any specifics on that but you know what for anyone listening if 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 you know that information or find that out Hit us up on our, you know, gammagames.com and you know, leave a message. And damn sure there's going to get some random dude that wants like Friday nights off without actually going to an actual sport event. And then he could just be on his phone and not care. Well, so the big, the big thing that just He's going to be like, all right, you guys train yourselves. You got this. It's just a video game. You don't need me. <laughs> no, <laughs> you I guys wouldn't, train I, yourselves. No, peop, truly competitive gamers. I don't think so, man. I you don't know think for so. a fact that no school teacher can train kids in gaming. Well, that's they're, the thing. I don't think they're probably they're like be... designated school teachers. They're no. probably like outside, uh, outside Who coaches. Who's gonna pay? Who's also gonna take that money? Because it's co- school coaching. It's not a lot of money to that. Someone who's passionate in gaming. If anything, it's gonna be someone that you know volunteering their time, and then they probably won't do that all the time. No, because they have to be certified coaches. Yeah, that's still a by, certification. By, by the high school and approved so, by the NFSH. So the list <laughs> has gotten so much <laughs> fucking smaller. So how they're going to do that, I, I, I don't know. That's like beyond me. But right now... They're going to call the, all the teachers that want to be coaches like, hey, who wants to train the esports team? Raise your hand. And they're going to pick the pot of like the two teachers that actually raised their hand. I think it'll be more it'll definitely be more detailed than that I feel like maybe that's how it started when no one took it seriously but the schools wanted to like capitalize on it like the smaller schools that you know were out in the Midwest they were starting to get into it but now that it's a trend and there's money involved like lots of money involved they're gonna want qualified coaches because the, the more these schools win that's not only money that you know to the team but money to the school the schools are going to want that money so they're going to want certified coaches that know what they're doing and if in anything they if they feel that the coach in place is still a good fit they're going to make sure he goes through he or she goes through the required training to keep that position 
and become certified, which means they'll have to know the game just as much as the players do. So they're, yeah, you got to yeah. you got to understand if the National Federation State High School Associations are the ones that are running this, if if the if this stuff is included and part of esports, like they have they're going to be certified. They're going to be hand chosen just like you would uh, in baseball, basketball, football. That's how seriously this is being taken. And again, over 20,000 high schools in 23 states and Canada as well. Like, yeah, yeah. this is going to be taken very seriously. And this has yeah, been happening cool. since 2016, but it didn't explode up until the past year and a half or so. And it, the games that they include, um, they have a uh, Fortnite, FIFA, Madden, League of Legends. You had to say uh, Fortnite. Well, you know it's popular. It's it's a popular game. Um, I I think uh, what they have done is they are out, outside Fortnite. I think they're not including games like Call of Duty or Apex. I think they're keeping the more live action, slightly more realistic, gun violent games. You could say Tyler, down. Yeah, keeping them at bay. But uh, I don't know like what the specifics are, but that is why it makes sense to me that they just now partnered with Nintendo to include Splatoon 2 and Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ooh. And they're going to be introduced in early 2022. And they're going to also add a uh, Mario Kart 8 tournaments as well. Oh, oh, they're not just they're not they're not just trying to create bit of rivalries. They're trying to end friendships. So, so <laughs> on, a, on a major scale. So this is a national thing. But Nintendo has, you know, they're funding, they're partnered, they're they're with Play VS. You know and what? They're partnered by Riot Games and uh, Nerd Street Gamers as well. And that's not that's no small feat. No, so that's this is this is official. And you and know, this is probably why Nintendo's been hanging back. Everyone's been like, why is Nintendo doing stuff? Why is Nintendo releasing stuff? That's probably why Nintendo has always been one to look at a bigger picture long term. Well, they also and, just have like a secret announcement coming up this weekend yeah. or next weekend. Yeah, like, they, yeah, not exactly. Three, but like a, a Nintendo Direct, and they're always famous for doing stuff like that. So this is probably what Nintendo's been up to. This is what they've been prioritizing. Yeah, and you know, their directs been aren't having letdowns either. And if I, you know, I, I want people to know that if, people that don't know what uh, Nerd Street Gamers is. Uh, it's a network of, of uh, national esports facilities and events that are dedicated to powering competitive gamers and um, promoting greater access to es- in the esports industry. And they are basically laying a national framework for esports talent and development in high quality gaming tournaments. I'm I mean, pretty that's sure. That's how serious that's. This is huge. Yeah. Esports has now pretty much solidified its place in sports entertainment remember 10 years ago when uh all the kids and uh, the kid violence was because of video games because of, and, it's funny and now, now right and now yeah. it's twenty thousand <laughs> high schools well, listen, all they were talking about was like video games corrupting children video game violence video sex and video games video games rot in the brain and now look at this look how much money and nintendo was the smart that it, nintendo's the smartest move it's the yep. it's the family friendly uh, you know, gaming company that everybody loves. Yeah, I say cool. More power to it, um, because now there's a new avenue for 
for the upcoming generation, you know, it's there's there. I, I felt it was always an unfair balance in school that people who were more tech savvy got frowned upon because they weren't uh, into the physical sports. And, you know, they always were looked down on like they had nothing to bring to the table during their school years, which is why a lot of people have resentment, you know, and, you know, to, to schools and stuff. It's like, let's be honest, they put the athletes on a pedestal. So now it's it's pretty even either or, you know, you know? I, this this raises a question for me, though. Uh, again, I'll use Overwatch as as the example here. Uh to get on a, an official like esports uh, recognized team, right? You basically want to get up in the masters and grandmaster grandmasters level of uh, Overwatch with a team of your own and show that you have what it takes to create your own team or get scouted by other teams. So you have to be the the best of the best on the on this uh, on this game. So. Are we looking at a future now where if you want to pursue a future in esports, it's no longer, I don't want to use the word that simple, but that direct now. And are we looking at a future now where you have to pursue a career in esports, go to college and get scholarships for these games for, for, for esports, right? Um, and then get qualified to be picked for teams from there versus um. working your way up the way you can now the way is it going to be more more technical more steps i think that yes that's going to wind up going that route because there's so there, there's such a high demand for it now that you're gonna if if they're trying to get into the esports uh it's it's definitely going to be a more rigorous uh process um they're not going to be able to just let your casual player join teams you know because now like we were saying you know there's money involved there's there's literal investment there's lots of eyes watching so they're gonna have to do it the same way they did high school sports teams you know you do your tryouts uh and i know like when you were talking like you know they they put together teams so it's gonna you know before you could probably pick your friends and be like oh we're good together and work together but now it's gonna be like nope this person's good at this this person's good at this this is your team and you're going to learn to work together and, you know, go from there. So it is going to become probably just as nitpicky as regular sports. Um, you know how many people watch League of Legends championships? Like, mm. just guess the number. Like, w when they're playing like, in their championships. Like over maybe like a million people? <laughs> Not even close. Over almost 50 million people tune in to watch this. 50 million people. It is one of the most popular games in the world for less than 10 years ago. Used to get criticized for liking video games. Hold up. Where did those 50 million come from? It's probably streaming. All, all over the world. There's got to be a central location where a lot of those people watch. You mean like on Twitch or. Like anybody that watches esports, well, we know that a lot are from the U.S. But when it comes to 50 million, we know damn well that 60% of them are probably from the I want to say Asian countries. That used to be true, and that's not true anymore. Is it not? Nope. It's a, no, it's it's a pretty it's good. Global. Yeah, it's gone between pretty even between globally. Europe, Australia, North America, and I'll say Pacific Asia. 
Asia, to I guess to include all of them, it's uh, it's pretty consistent across the board. Now, when you now when you talk about um, well, when we think about population density and all that, now I'm going I'm getting to into the math. Now, when you're talking about StarCraft, though, that's different. StarCraft's the national, the actual national game of South Korea. So that yeah, well yeah, that's but I'm different. also talking about Overwatch. There's a lot of uh, Chinese competitors in Overwatch and Japanese competitors in Overwatch that are really like more popular than some of the American ones. Yeah, but there's across the board, there's a pretty there's a pretty consistent amount through all the countries I just named. Uh, and Europe and, and uh, North America have quite a few. And if it wasn't that spread, we the, we wouldn't be financially supporting. Exactly. There'd be no, we, we, we would, there'd be no reason for it if it's not. I think because America is probably like literally one of the latecomers to this. Like, you know, in the Asian countries, they've already been doing gaming professionally. North America is like one of the last people to step into the arena because we were so busy trying to downplay it that, you know, now we're, you know, they're realizing, oh, crap we were missing out on a lot of money here, a lot of opportunity. So now I'll, they're, you know, now they're funding it. I'll give you some perspective. Okay. How many people do you think watch? Not the, we're not talking about the Super Bowl, Okay. We're just talking about an average NFL game. How, how many people do you think tune in for it? And again, this is mostly America. So it's a little unfair to compare the two, but I do think it's incredible. How many people you think? Uh, hundred thousand. About uh, between about uh, thirteen to sixteen million people tune in for an average NFL game. You, you you could Google this information; it'll it'll you know vary, but approximately that many people you know tune in for uh, that's for just the average regular. NFL game, right? And again, I, that's just North American esports is more worldwide, but that does to me speak volumes. Yeah. And then you got your even your regular athletes who enjoy esports and video games themselves. Yeah. So, you know, they get get they get their fan bases in on it, which, you know, is, there is very a, helpful. There's a picture of some NBA players back in like nineteen ninety nine. They're in their fucking private jet and they're all setting up a LAN party to play StarCraft with each other in their private jet and I'm like you know what if that isn't dedication to Starcraft I don't know what is <laughs> you, you know Yuli it's interesting you mentioned this I I was thinking after I read this article and, and like researched this information and like came to understand like what that means for today for schools and colleges I was thinking back in middle school and high school well, I guess high school uh, when Halo 2 came out and it was the first game that you could really hook up multiple consoles to with LAN cables, I think you could hook up four Macs at a time with four screens and have competitions. And we used to go to GameStops. After hours, they'd hold like competitions like locally. And you could win prizes for winning after like a period of a couple months or something. And to think that the world has gone from that to, to what gaming is now is so incredible to me. And yeah. I, I, I wish I'm like I wish they had that when I was like, when I was in high school. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I feel the... like we can take a little pride in helping pave the yeah, way. Yeah, this is them right here, the Spurs. Look at oh them. man, 
Look at look at how you know. Look, they won a championship. Their trophy's chilling on the bottom. Trophy's <laughs> chilling, but they were like priorities. Okay, we got the trophy, but this land party Star- though. Starcraft was it like when I used to play? That was like one of my earlier shit. games that I played as a kid, and it it was a blast. Yeah, gaming, it, it, it's it's definitely not gonna let up. I'm I mean I'm I'm happy to see this transformation. I'm. I just hope it doesn't lose itself along the way. Um, I'm glad oh, it's already that, lost you know, itself pretty deeply. How's uh, that? I, I play mobile apps because of all the microtransactions. Well, and, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot well, of the developers do rely a lot on updates and you know sending out broken games to be fixed later. Yeah, but we're we're not seeing mobile gaming as. You know, it's not really an esports thing. They do have like competitions and stuff. Yeah, but it's not I, taken it, near as seriously. Give it ten more years. Give it mobile well, gaming right now is what people see gaming back in the nineties when you guys were kids. Like I said, give it give it ten more years, maybe another twenty, and we're gonna see esports Candy Crush. Well, there are Candy Crush competitions that. You <laughs> can look, look, there it is. It's already it's already happening. But, but it's not like on the esports level where you could tune in to ESPN or something. They are, they were saying that um I can't remember who it is. I think it was someone who works at Nintendo. I don't remember. I can't remember the name, but there was someone who was saying the future of uh if if Wi-Fi is more accessible and less restrictive, mobile gaming will become the future. Well, and as yeah. phones develop, it'll probably get better and better I'm sure my iPhone 10 can already play the new Call of Duty mobile game without a problem this phone was released like what three years ago and you know what's sad that's a lifetime for phones that's what I'm saying that's that's the that's the sad part of technology you say like oh when did it come out three years ago and everyone's like oh that's ancient I just want to take a (laughs) I just want to find a an iPhone 3G and just push the limit of whatever it'll let me possibly do if it'll even let me do anything and just see see if it explodes in your hand if it catches fire remember how thick they were man those things were thick yeah no iphone my iphone was out in september 2018 see to us that's not that long ago in technology that's that's a lifetime that's ancient dude this this still has only two cameras in the back that tells you a lot I don't know. I just I know I'm excited to be alive right now in this day and age with all the changes that are happening in, in the gaming world. You know what? I would be just excited if you if I was like 15 years older and more stable. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we when we all uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to partially rain on uh, the other half of that that parade. I'm sorry, Warners, but um yeah, let's let's dive into the uh, what these big tech companies have been up to. Some of them, you know, making stuff for these uh, these uh, esports games. So before I even get into the Apple versus Spotify thing, which in itself, mind you, I want you guys to know, I actually went and read as far as I could back. I read the Wall Street Journal ep- excerpt. I read the original article that I found this one, which was on The Verge. And I went and was doing some seriously deep diving research. And I got to say, all the tech companies right now, none of them are saints. We, we all know this. That's we no surprise. We know this. But 
the fact that there's so much shit going on that I feel a lot of people need to be made aware of that they've done such a good idea of smiling in our face and going, you don't need to worry about it. We got you covered. Just say yes. And everyone has just kind of been marching along to the beat like, hey, hit yes. And then just like, so what I'm talking about right now, I don't know if anyone knows, Amazon Sidewalk. I, and, and to prove Warners, you, you didn't even know what Amazon Sidewalk was. So for anyone who has no idea what Amazon Sidewalk is, Amazon Sidewalk is something that Amazon is launching that is going to, long story short, turn your Amazon powered devices, your Echoes, your Alexas, your whatever, into a hotspot that anyone can access utilizing your internet. So your internet connection that's being fed to your Alexa this will automatically become you. a hotspot for any passerby. And the uh, best part, Xfinity here's the best part. June 8th, if you have not opted out by June 8th, you are automatically uh, added to the sidewalk program. Do we know how to opt out? So you have to go into your Alexa app and there should be an option that talks about sidewalk. And then you can opt out, but they don't make it easy to find. It I took just me asked that. Alexa to turn it off, and she she said which product, remember? And yeah. then I said you, and then she just she just she just stonewalled me and turned off. <laughs> yeah, so you actually have to go into the app and manually turn it off. And the, the thing it's is, Sidewalk bullshit. was actually mentioned like in 2019, but it was kind of like hush hush, so nobody really caught wind of it. And. <clears throat> Just to prove, in my opinion, how they know that this is the most shady shit to to pull, the fact that they suddenly came up today, because the news report came out today, in the middle of the day when most people are still at work, so no one heard it, and I'm saying today, it's June 1st when we're recording this, um, that, hey, yeah, by June 8th, we're all, we're just going to make everyone do it. So they're following Comcast footsteps. So what a lot of people don't know, and they're probably going to check their Comcast Xfinity. If you have Xfinity Wi-Fi, you probably have a guest Wi-Fi that you can't turn off because Comcast did the same thing by making accessible Wi-Fi. Yeah, and they the made how to opt out even harder. They didn't even tell people how to opt out. You had to go through like support websites and stuff. So right, people you know, didn't even know how to opt out. A lot of people easy. don't even know they have it. If you go, if you go, if you open up your Xfinity app right now, uh, it is the XY app. That app will automatically tell you like all your shit settings, and you can be like, "All right, I don't want this. I don't want this." Like I turned off my um, Xfinity Wi-Fi to be open to the public with like a codes and all that because no, I don't want that shit. Yeah. But do you think most people are going to think that way? Nope. And, and they know and, that, and, and, and it's not against them. Like people are stupid. It's the fact that but they're people implementing are these. They're not. They're implementing these these things, but they're not telling people public publicly how to get rid of them, how to opt out, or exactly. setting a date that's seven fucking days from now. <laughs> yeah, that's the real kicker. The fact that because they here's the thing. The fact that they're making a quote unquote mandatory opt in tells you they knew people weren't going to be for it. They needed to execute this quickly because here's the thing. A lot of people 
you imagine you're sitting there and you're trying to play your game and all of a sudden your internet craps out on you and you're wondering why it's because someone's like oh instead of downloading all these movies on my internet i'm gonna walk down the street their sidewalk is active i'm gonna download all the movies using your internet i'm gonna look out this out the window and see nine people playing pokemon go off my internet yeah they're already doing that but it's gonna be but the thing is they weren't feeding off of your you know they weren't legally because now this would be legal and i'm gonna tell you because a lot of you know and a lot of people go isn't that illegal i'm gonna tell you why the government's not gonna step in and i'm not gonna go into the conspiracy theories because that is a whole podcast in of itself but i'm just gonna use two words big brother (laughs) the government this is this is a perfect opportunity for them because your internet will be open and available why force you when you willingly are willingly quote unwillingly giving it to them because this is the to get a little bit in a rabbit hole this is the utilization of our freedoms against us it's it's kind of like same same companies that get in the legal battles with the government saying well we're we're with the people we don't want to share that information apple went through that Uh not wanting to unlock their iphones yeah and and right now you know the fact that the government won't step in until people realize what's happening however since amazon has been doing this under the radar they're covering their asses really well because i'm gonna tell you by the time this gets resolved it'll have been five to six years most people are gonna get used to it they're just gonna say fuck it nothing's gonna change it's not affecting my day-to-day life fun fact it is um and well, they're just gonna go explain with to it to them how it's gonna affect them so your internet that you're paying for from your hard-earned money in a country that doesn't want to give you higher living wages will be available to i don't know your neighbor that has like 13 kids living in the house well that's being challenged now for the high living wages because nobody wants to work right now and that means and but just you know you're still gonna have your internet being fed to some random person walking you're still down the gonna street have that, yeah but you know pretty soon companies are gonna learn that they can't feed like pay people minimum because nobody wants to work. I can't tell you how many places I've gone to, and I've traveled from California to Arizona to Utah, and I've seen the same thing. Everybody's underemployed because nobody wants to work for the shit pay. Nobody wants yeah. to work for what's barely livable. Yeah. But but yeah. So the uh, the am the the Amazon sidewalk is going to turn your your Amazon power devices into pretty much. Because they're they're trying to make this Wi-Fi everywhere environment, um, and when they were asked about like the security, they didn't really give details. They were kind of like real tight, dodgy about it. They didn't want to like, oh, we, we can't really talk about that. So you you you're not even sure that they can protect against some random hacker. Which is this is going to be a hacker's paradise. That's like my concern. This is like hacker's paradise waiting to happen. Um. Because <laughs> go, right. they're connected right to so, you. So let, let's go ahead and prove some of your points here. I I, I just pulled up the Alexa app. Uh-huh. And she, I can't say her name because she keeps trying to interrupt me. And I went to her privacy settings. Okay. And it tells you this is everything that goes that that is available to whoever wants to see. It's it's public unless you don't want to make it public. Manage skill permissions. 
So skills that have requested permissions to access data. That's where you can go to turn stuff on and off. Recordings from diverse range of customers. Detect sound histories and events. And this one is uh, you can filter by date and choose an entry to see details and listen to delete recordings. And it gives uh, your home address, number, and name, and the places you've been to in accordance to the devices that you have it hooked up to. So, and you can read this on the app in the privacy settings. So basically you, you know, you, if you don't opt out, I'm telling you guys personally, I say opt out. I know opt out. great <laughs> Wi-Fi for, for <laughs> er, denied. I know great Wi-Fi for everyone sounds, you know, amazing Wi-Fi everywhere, but it's all fun and games until you find that video you thought no one had access to because it was only one copy on your phone. <laughs> file winds up leaked on the internet and you're wondering how it got there is because hey a random guy down the street decided to hop on your wi-fi you know little little pull and tug here don't no need for a password and now they're in your stuff um and if you think you know that this information isn't getting sold and and to, to you know other companies like that how do you think marketing happens uh I'm sorry to tell you this. You're being a little naive. That stuff gets sold. They tell you it's not because they they don't want to deal with the backlash and the outcry. So they just tell you it's like, hey, huh, we're a big company. You can trust us. And most people go, yeah, you're right. OK, now this stuff well, is going to get this information. They gets give sold. you the option. And a lot of these like Facebook, uh, Apple, like all these different you know, big companies. And you can go into settings and and in uh, quote opt in and out of uh, allowing the, mm. the the advertisement and the things you search for and your data to be released and used for for their data yeah. like you can find this stuff in the privacy settings of most of your apps and social media yeah so take the time guys i'm telling you take the time go into your your alexa app all your devices go through each individual one and make sure you you lock your stuff down because come june 8th uh i don't know how it's going to work for new devices i don't know if they're going to make it where new devices automatically are connected so i would say be careful with new devices try to avoid buying anything new alexa related um for a while because like I said, they were very dodgy on like how the security works. All they were saying is, oh, it's secure. It's secure. It's secure. You don't have to worry about it. But they never explained uh, how they they it's like, OK, well, explain it to me. I might not know that, but I want details. Like, do you have print? Can you explain? You know, this is this is my Internet going out. But they were very dodgy about it. I don't trust it. I don't like that. They're forcing it. I find it extremely shady that they're forcing it. Um. Because they're basically, in my opinion, this is Amazon saying, fuck your privacy. Your internet is our internet, which is not the case, because if that's the case, I would only approve of this if internet was free. Make internet free, then I really can't argue. But internet is not free. So why am I paying for other people who do not live in this household to have access to my internet? and probably my personal life you're basically making me pay for people to invade my privacy (laughs) i'm paying you to invade my privacy like no that doesn't make sense 
So yeah, and, and like that, I had to get that off my chest because that was just extremely frustrating. That came out today on you know TV news report. I was Y'all talking about it with my mom, and I was like of people who change their wi-fi passwords and their neighbors are knocking on the door like why'd you change your wi-fi password you, you know you're gonna start having random people knocking on your your door hey i was using your sidewalk <laughs> 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 i was using your sidewalk like hello <laughs> why'd you opt out god forbid they knock on my door <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so, knock knock hey you turned off your wi-fi you <laughs> turned off your wi-fi did i Huh? Right. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you remember Chief, remember Senior Chief Henry in the Navy? Yes. I would pull him. You have ten seconds to get off my you lawn. You have ten, ten seconds, <laughs> and then out loud go ten, nine, eight, <laughs> seven, and, and as they walk away, don't ever come back or I'll kick you right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and that wasn't even like the main topic point I wanted to cover. I just wanted to get that out there to you guys to know. Check your Amazon. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, I'll, I'll probably make a post about it, but check it up. Opt out. I mean, if you want your Wi-Fi, hey, you know, that's that's all you. Um, you think, like, there's just random, like, uh, what is it, NSA people, like, randomly just go into an Alexa or Google and be like, let me listen in on this person. And they're just hearing sex noises and be like, well, not this one. <laughs> well, no, it's already been proven that. That the the listening in has happened. Oh, I, I know that they're listening in, but there's just got to be some funny moments where you listen in, and then some dude's like, "Oh, I think that bitch gave me crabs." You know what? You know what's interesting to me is people. People, for the most part, are these like a lot of people put covers on their webcams because everybody knows that webcams. Yeah, can I, be, can when be I had my webcam, I would I would put it down, but then I would actually flip it up when I ah! enjoy the show. Oh fucker. my god. <laughs> So if people can sit there and 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 acknowledge that webcams can be invasive to your privacy and they put covers over them, it would make like how could you not put that same you know acknowledgement into our own devices and what companies do? I will say before I, I shift gears here, the only benefit to that invasion is nobody, at least on my end, nobody could ever say I committed a crime. Because I have such a digital footprint, I'm like, look, check my Amazon, check my webcam, we're just check my Google history at that time. What's my alibi? Our country is getting like our our own country is like becoming a toxic spouse. (laughs) Let me look at your phone. Let me look at your let me let me look at your internet history right now. Let me look at your Alexa. Where have you been? You want to look at my phone? I mean, well, yeah, but you're sleeping on the couch because I don't want to hear you guys crying all night. That's but, what the government's turning into, that a uh, toxic, the, the toxic boyfriend, spouse. girlfriend, yeah. toxic spouse. And speaking of toxic, moving on to uh, Apple versus Spotify. Apple's been in some hot water. And I'm just going to give a quick backstory. We are seeing a change of power right now. And we're seeing a mirror image of something that has happened. History is repeating itself right now from 20 years ago. And we've actually talked about this and we've kind of predicted it. We're, but we're, it's happening faster now, I think, because of the COVID lifestyle. So if anyone's wondering what I'm talking about from 20 years ago, back in the day, Microsoft was the go to browser. Google was but a little peon trying to make its way 
and they couldn't get around Microsoft because when Microsoft PCs came out, they were like, yo, it's our browser on this PC. We made it. It's our browser. You're using us. That's that. And then Google went to the uh, Department of Justice was like, you big daddy Microsoft, they're blocking progress and we 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 have monopoly. I love that that reenactment right there. <laughs> so so basically, you know, the Department of Justice steps in and is like, hey, um, we have these antitrust laws. You can't have monopoly. You can't suppress other businesses from being able to reach customers and help themselves build. So Microsoft had to change. They had to adjust, you know, their, you know, how they bundled their, you know, they could still bundle their stuff, but they couldn't keep people from getting Google. And then Google became a giant. And then they became the go-to internet browser. Now, here's the thing. And when you don't know, when you don't do the research, it's easy to say, well, no, it's just people like Google better. No, people like what's put in front of them repetitively for ease of use. So if you do the research, you will find out that Google has actually paid the developer. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The phone developers to give them the prime spacing on the phones. That's why when you get a new phone, with the exception of Apple... Google is in your face because they've paid saying, hey, we're taking that spot right on the front. And if you don't believe Itachi, just ask Jeeves. See what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) For real, though. For real. Do any research on it. I promise you. And you'll see. Google has paid to have that software be front and center. And then a lot of the phone developers, they're like, hey, well, you know, Google will be like, yo, look, you can design your phone any way you want. We'll let you have the access to the browser. But if you want access to our other apps, you have to prioritize us. And everyone knows, oh, they want Google Maps. You know, they want Google Assistant. They want Google this. They want Google that. So it ties the hands of the phone developers because they're like, okay, well, we can't release an Android phone without Google Maps. And Google's like, yeah, we know. (laughs) So what you going to do? And this is how it's been for years. So they've made it. So they had they be they forced themselves to be the popular one because they'd left no room for anyone else. No one's going to go out of their way to to download, you know, Yahoo when they got Google. Boom. Right there in their face. What was the one before Google Maps that everybody used? Um, I can't remember the name. You're talking way back in the day, like MapQuest. MapQuest. I remember they had to print it out and shit. Yeah. 
I thought there was an app. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was Google Maps, but it used to be. It just looked different. Like it looked a lot like, different. I feel like maps should be a skill. Map reading should be a skill we teach. It. Why? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I have to agree. A lot of people don't know how to actually read a map. No, a lot of times when I'm having my sister or my cousin navigate, they'll tell me turn left, and they can't read the fucking map on their phone that says turn right because the map is oriented differently. And I go, you didn't read it, and you didn't know which way we were going, and you still gave me the wrong directions. When the fucking answers are in your face, we gotta teach kids to read a map. You know how I read a map? You know what? You know what? Grand Theft Auto taught us to read a map because we have to pause the game, open the map, see that there's a point here, and then we're like, all right, take a left, take a right, take a left. Where did this come from? This That's came not, from when I'm my trip to Arizona when what? my sister gave me the wrong direction to a Denny's this, we tried to go to for lunch. It? How long were you holding that in? She was holding that in. I was holding that in, dude. That shit was so annoying. Just I'm like, when? yo, yo, yo. We, were, we, we, we planned to stop at Bakersfield for Denny's and you took me to fuck middle of nowhere. How? Did you ever get your Denny's? We got our Denny's. <laughs> And that's also how I know everyone's struggling because Denny's told me that there was only two cooks. Oof. They don't have anybody else. They only have two. So they all work seven days. Damn. That's rough. This is every Denny's or just this one that you that went to? No, that's about one. four Denny's that I know because I used to work there and I have friends. So we talk about it and I'm like, y'all struggle busting in. Yeah, don't, don't work at Denny's then. Yeah, or do yeah that's that's rough but but yeah um so where where i was going with the original thought is yeah learn to read a map that's where we were uh, going you learn to read a map but learn, apple, learn to orientate yourself apple is now in a similar issue with spotify that google was in with microsoft 20 years ago spotify wants to take over as the music giant just in summary, they want to take over. And they've they, been, like, I have the article here and I don't know how they, it doesn't say how Apple is suppressing them. So basically, so here's the thing about Apple. They don't pick favorites with their tax fee. That 30% oh, wait, tax. We're getting all this information from an article from The Verge. Just yes, but I also read from the Wall Street Journal. So I actually read the article from, uh, crap, I can't remember his name. He's the chief legal advisor for uh, Spotify. I can't remember his name off the top of my head all of a sudden. Um, Horatio Guterres. So he basically was breaking down how Apple is a bully and they're monopolizing by, uh, you know, preventing third party apps from having offering their users alternative ways to uh, purchase from them, you know, and it's just basically the same thing Epic was saying. It's like, hey, you know, we basically they're upset. They can't circumvent Apple's uh, policies. They can't say, hey, we're having a sale. Use this link to, you know, get stuff at a cheaper I, price. I don't, I, the, the, I'm going to say the same thing with Epic. If like, you know, Spotify wants to take the full cut, they got to understand that, you know, they're, they're hurting, they're cutting ties with the company. And, and Apple owns the phone and owns the store. 
so yeah. it's it's them it's their stuff you don't have to be on an iphone because there's not just iphones there's samsung's there's lg's there's all these other phones that people look into so if you're just on if you just buy an iphone and you want spotify but Spotify is like mad because Apple takes 30% because Spotify is being used on their market, their phones. That's, it's a, it's a little bit of a double-ended sort. I know you said Google too, but there was no other competitor to Microsoft. Microsoft Yahoo was, was a monopoly. Well, they had Netscape. Yahoo Netscape was, was there. <laughs> Netscape. Yahoo. AOL. Let's see, this, is, this, this dates me because I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, was it MSN? Is that, is MSN? That the one MSN? MSN? Oh my god! <laughs> How I'm they're, they're old enough to say. Well, Warners, you might remember Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Prodigy. I think that was before Ask Jeeves. Yeah, Prodigy. I and remember Prodigy. Asked, well, what do we got Jeeves now besides Google? Shouldn't we consider Google a monopoly? That, and that, but that's what they're in trouble for right now. They're in trouble because they are they are the very thing they fought against. Yo, so they're you know what being missed the market. They should have bought the website bang.com, changed it into a search site. Because who here doesn't want to say, "Yo, amen." Do you know who that actress is from um, from Hunger Games? Oh, you're like Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, let me bang her real quick. What does that have to do? I'm just giving Google a, a marketing ploy or I thought, Microsoft. I, w- I was hoping you meant Bing.com. Yeah, Bing. Bing should have became Bing. I think he said that before. He's he's been he's been adamant about Bing becoming Bang. I did. I am very adamant about that. <laughs> I like Bing when I'm doing like research papers and looking up articles. Google just gives me too much fluff. <laughs> Warner has lost all hope. <laughs> He's like, hey, no. <laughs> uh, you know what? He can't lose all hope. There was never a hope to begin with. <sighs> Our future is looking so bright. But but right from the Wall Street Journal. So if anyone has a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, you can find the it's in the op-ed categories. It's written by Horatio himself. Uh, it came out in on May 17th. And one of the parts that stuck out to me that made me think and start digging deep into like this technology war that we're having right now was a part where he, he says questions about Apple's conduct are also being asked in the U.S. In April, the Senate Judiciary Antitrust Subcommittee held a hearing focused on app store competition i testified before the committee alongside my peers from the tile and match group each of us said that if apple's anti-competitive use of its app store wasn't addressed the tech giant and a few other platforms would rule the internet limiting innovation squashing small business and all but eliminating customer choice now i'm gonna say he's not wrong but i'm also gonna call bullshit when i hear the word um or the phrase uh, limiting innovation uh all i hear is limiting how much money we're gonna make as a company boom pretty much that's what i'm saying i'm like calling bullshit they don't here's the problem they only care because they're missing out on a major market and a hundred amazon has basically said they don't give a fuck because when amazon so you can't buy books on kindle through apple and amazon's like fuck that we want a hundred percent we want the money so they were willing to sacrifice that market just to not pay the hefty tax. Spotify is like, hey, but you know, you're suppressing businesses. No, 
you want that 100%, but you want access to the Apple market, but you don't want to pay for it because this, because then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, back in 20, uh, 2008, um, there, there was no Apple tax. And then in 2011, okay, so for what, the last nine, almost 10 years, you guys didn't care? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe all these companies, especially Amazon, yeah, maybe especially Amazon, maybe they should more worry more about their space rockets not blowing up all the time <laughs> while Elon Musk is whooping their ass. Elon Musk is, is chilling right now watching all of these huge tech companies go at it. And he's over here chilling like, look at all my rockets working. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to get to Mars, dude. Yeah. Right now, all these, all of them are in a pissing contest to rule the internet. Because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. That's not a pissing contest. This is a dig measuring contest, and we can tell who's losing. If Apple, no, they want to dethrone really. the original is- two juggernauts, Microsoft and Apple. All the other companies want to officially dethrone them in some way. Good luck. If if if, if Apple has to open up, Spotify is just gonna become the next Apple. You know what's because they've already been buying up all the podcast marketing. Yeah, you know why do you think they've been doing that? You know what's going to happen? You ever seen the the car maps like of car companies that there's only like three major car companies that own all the other car companies? Mm -hmm. It's going to be like that. Apple's going to own everything, but they're going to be able to sell it, but they're still taking the cut of everything. Yeah, I mean it's happening in the media anyway. I mean, look at Disney. Disney's still been in vacuum cleaner mode. They're sucking up everything. Remember that there was a meme back a couple years ago when they were really releasing all their Marvel shit with the Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse meme, and they were underneath it. It had like all the companies they Uh, bought. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Damn, y'all are just buying up the planet." Yeah. Oh, can we remember that they they hid poo from the market because someone made fun of the was it the Chinese leader that he looked like Winnie the Pooh. No, I remember that. That was yeah. that was like a huge like it was all it was all over the news actually. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking big money. And China's an even bigger part of that money. So we're gonna be seeing some and Europe's not having it with any of the tech companies right now. Europe is literally going to war. <laughs> there, but here's the thing. The in the podcast I listened to uh, when I listened to the podcast, when you know the, they were talking to Horatio, and he was like, "Do you really think anything's going to change? Because Europe has been going after Google, and nothing's changed. America hasn't cared, and nothing's changed. <laughs> so, do you really think like like anything's going to change?" And this is where I say, people, because we're marching to whatever beat comes our way, they the we're creating, we're helping to create the 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 technology war that's happening without realizing it because what's, as consumers we're just sucking up what comes our way what, so what's the deal with Europe then so so back with Google so Google kind of was like already pissing off Europe with the targeted ads so earlier when I said when you think your information is not being sold it is because how many times have you searched for a new car or search for something random and then for like a week all your ads somehow conveniently match that item you search or, or you say something and somehow it shows up as an ad on instagram or it shows creepy. up as an ad on instagram so okay bullshit about that because i've been asking for bad dragon masturbators for a while and they haven't popped up 
Anywho. Remember, remember that bird we were talking about? And we were talking about it right here on a podcast. Yep. And the that particular bird, I never used my computer or my phone to physically type that bird in. And the next day, one of the first videos on my YouTube was about that bird. And remember, remember me telling you that? And I was like, what the hell? So I'm going to break down the pro I, and this is not facts. This is what I think happens. So I'm not an expert in this. This is just how I believe it happens. We all trust Google. They're like, hey, we protect your privacy, blah, 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 blah. From who? Maybe each other, but not big business. So car company comes to Google and says, we run a run X ads. You've got the biggest market of users. Can you send these ads to anyone who looks for a car? Google goes, okay, here's what it's going to cost you. We'll take care of it from there. So car company goes, pays Google X amount of dollars. Google tracking literally everything you do. See the catch is they protect your privacy from just going to those other businesses. They protect your privacy from other small businesses. They protect your privacy from maybe the guy down the street. Your privacy is not protected from them. So they take Wait, you your trust in them. What? Your privacy is not protected from them because they have access to everything. Well, and and you you have legitimacy in, in making those statements because there are, again, in the settings to opt in or out of them tracking specific things that you're that looking you're at or that you're interested in. Yeah. So, you know, big business comes to them. They give them X amount of dollars. And then Google takes that information and pairs it to your search history, what you're commonly talking about, what you commonly view. And that's how they're able to send these precisely targeted ads your way. Now, once again, like I'm saying, this is my theory. I don't know. I only you know know as much as because I work with Google ads. So there's settings in there was like target, you know, you know, there's a thing where it's like, hey, let us do it. It's like a recommended setting. And even when I tested, I'm like, damn, I don't like how creepy accurate Google's been. Um, so some days when I don't search anything on, on purpose, I'll get random ads because Google doesn't know what I'm interested in. So I have to switch it up every now and then. <laughs> keep them on their toes. To keep them on their toes. This is like like a fun game you play on your own. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, Google, you got me today, but how about this? I'm not searching anything. <laughs> and Google's like, uh, orthopedic shoes. Jokes have on you. Tried you. Just t- have you tried talking around your phone and not searching and seeing if it pops up? Oh, dude, the phone is a lost cause. All the phone targeting ads are always precise. So you know, because your mic is always on. As long as your phone's on, your mic is on. So. Um, and that's where I will say when Apple, one of Apple's arguments is we're protecting the privacy, whether they're using the money on that or not, I will have to give them the leeway because anytime I use an app now, I don't know if you guys have noticed if you have an Apple phone more now than before, a lot of apps are going, Hey, this app is asking for permission to track your usage on other apps. Why? Yeah, I've seen that before. Why do you need to know what I'm doing on other apps? Like, they're completely unrelated to you. (laughs) So I always opt out of those. I'm like, no. Or uh, there's the other one. Uh, Allow it to track your location once or allow it to track your location only while in an app or or not at all. 
Yeah. I opt out of all of those unless it's a location specified app. And usually only when I'm using that app. So they say, you know, we have to go on a whim and believe that they're being loyal to that button press. Um, but yeah, I, so, you know, with this whole thing with Apple and, and, and Spotify, basically Spotify wants, in my opinion, they want unlimited access to the full music market. They want a hundred percent of the profit. They want to, they want to beat Apple at their own game. And then they want to take the place of Apple. Uh, that's my belief. That's my opinion. And in like another, well, heck, it might not even take 20 years anymore because of how fast technology advances. I think like in like 10 years, the next person is going to come along and so, it's going to start over what's, again. What's Pandora doing this whole time? Pandora has been chilling. So here's the thing. I love Pandora. Pandora is I the mostly Netscape. use Pandora. Pandora is the Netscape to you know when it was use- Microsoft versus Google. The reason I use Pandora is because I like that shuffle mode that it has. You don't know what's going to be played next. It's kind of the station's kind of based off that particular type of song. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like a radio station in itself. Yeah. You, you just don't know what's next. And I like that, I guess. Yeah, that, that you know, surprise, surprise. What song's next. When Spotify doesn't have that, you, you have playlists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spotify wants that 100%. Um, they're seeing the revenue loss, so now they're, you know, they're they're finally saying something, something about it. I do see. Will Apple take a heavy loss? No, you know they they make billions of dollars, so they would at most probably lose millions. Uh, but would we see a shift in the market <clears throat> more to like Spotify's favor? Yes because then they would come out with some deals that would be enticing, you know, oh, now we can offer, we would see the Apple store shift. And I, in a way I don't think would always be a good way because those fee restrictions keep bloatware off of this app store. It keeps a lot of unnecessary, it keeps a lot of unnecessary, unnecessary shit off their store because people don't want to pay for that. Um, compared to Android, which don't get me wrong. I also like Android. I like the fact that it's easily accessible to everyone, but that's also the problem is it's easily accessible to everyone. And maybe now's the time to buy uh, shares in um, Spotify stocks then. Mm, maybe. It's just, it's just a smart idea to buy shares in general. I mean, you know, I know. Hopefully, Spotify, it hopefully it I ends think, up good. I think their stocks are like 200 bucks ish. Yeah, I think they're right a little, I think they're even with Apple, if not maybe higher. Apple's not as high as people think it is. No, I can look it up right now. But yeah, so you know, a lot of so people go, you know, see. they probably oh, how does that relate to me? Well, Apple um, shares are $124. Yep. Sounds about right. And then let me find Spotify. Spotify is at 241. So Spotify is worth so Spotify more is, than Apple. Spotify is worth more. And it's mainly, I know, you know what? It's the podcast market that's doing that for them. Podcast has they, become a billion dollar I, industry. I knew they jumped when they bought Joe Rogan. Yeah, because that, because the podcast, the podcasts are winning right now. <laughs> People, ever since COVID, it's kind of like the crypto mining. It's, it, two things have sky, no, actually three things have skyrocketed. Porn. 
Four things then. <laughs> Porn, <laughs> crypto, podcast, and East e-gaming. Those markets boomed due to COVID. But one of them, and I'm going to say porn, is probably going to die down, um, mainly because the COVID market kind of like hurt them a bit. And a lot of restrictions are popping up on the Internet, uh, like killing off the killing off that industry. So they didn't really they had a high moment and now they're kind of porn. There's there's something there. There's going to be something there. So so have fun with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't invest in that too much if you were, you know. You had a better chance on OnlyFans. But anywho, yeah, that's what's been going on. Huge tech war happening right now. Uh, and, and, and Europe is Europe is attacking Google. Europe's, you know, and I can understand why, because they don't like that their their citizens information is just being sold to the highest bidder. I, that's their big thing. They don't. It's an invasion of privacy. You're selling the information to the highest bidder. So it's like, you know, that that's 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 unnerving, really. Um, that's why they had the whole thing like, hey, you can't send unsolicited ads to us. That's why they find people for that, because I know if I, you know, open up a newsletter and it's like, hey, we saw you searched uh, this car and this piece of clothing and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, okay, wait, first of all, why do you know that? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> who Who is all in a legal battle with, with Apple right now? Like four, four or five companies? Epic, Spotify. Um, Hold on. Let me look at the Wall Street article. Are, are they in the legal battle with Google? Or are they just is it just a serious competition right now? Europe is Europe is the one that's in a legal battle with Google. Um <clears throat> but Apple is on the shit list of Europe, Russia, Australia, and South Korea, along with other countries. Well, you know, they miss that at least it's not with North Korea, right? <laughs> but uh Oh, that's right, they don't have internet. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're I'm very. Going to, I'm going to hell for that one. Yeah, it was just, they're in their own little bubble. They're in their own little bubble. Did but, you get on the internet today? Executed. But I'm not gonna lie. If I have, to, uh, you know, greater lesser, it's all the same evil. I would rather stick honestly with what I know. Like, if Spotify has its has its way, and Epic and all of them have their way, it's at least with Apple, it's almost like one fee. You go through Apple and then you branch out, but they all want their own cut of the pie. So then you're going to wind up spending even more money because they're all going to have their own shit. This okay. This hear me out. This is why I think it's smart to start buying shares into Spotify. Spotify right now is a music app, podcast app. It's an app for just audio, whatever audio, right? Mm-hmm. At, after well like after all of this stuff happens if they grow the way that they probably will grow they're probably going to start coming out with their own spotify products and it may not be in the next few years but i do think down the line maybe 10 15 years spotify can grow big enough where they can like start developing promoting their own products you can't say it's not possible look at amazon they started off as just selling books now they're 
failing at ro- ro- launching rockets <laughs> and, and, and fighting Selling everything fucking, and fighting Apple, you know? See, the so, thing is <clears throat> with Amazon, you had to be you had to be in the know. So kudos to anyone who took the chance in that stock. I would say Spotify is iffy because first of all, they got to uh, they got to get their ad revenue and how they pay their musicians. They got to work on that shit. Their ad revenue via Spotify is out of their own pocket. They're not even outsourcing to third parties. That's one of the reasons I switched from Anchor because their ad revenue system was just them and they were spending millions of dollars. It was just basically kind of like they were just recycling. Which makes how which makes how successful they are right now even more impressive. True. Um you know it's kind of like microsoft in a way it's like they're making big moves and it works in their favor they're gambling and and they're they're coming up wins so um in this legal battle it's a gamble what works in their favor is there's other people going yeah we agree uh but we'll see how they act if they have their way that's but you know i do agree with you if they win screw it make that money off of them too they make money you make money gotta gotta play the play the game play the game to win but um yeah so that was pretty much everything it was it, 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 this this stuff can go so in depth there's just not enough time in an episode to fully go in depth about it uh but yeah amazon pulling some shady shit google impurities Google purge the weak. Purge the wimp. Well, apparently these tech companies find each other to be weak, so that's uh let let them fight. Let them fight. But um but since Kara's not here, we don't have Kara's corner of words, so I'm gonna end on a poddex question. Uh from the WTF Poddex. And the question will be have you ever had a weird Uber experience? Yes. Well, please do share. <laughs> it was just a just a really creepy dude. He was. I'm not making this up. It was. It wasn't even raining. It was a little chilly outside. It wasn't even raining though. And he was wearing a full big big ass raincoat. Remember the navy raincoats we had? Mm-hmm oversized with the big hoods yep. like it was like that like and he walked up to me and it was the way he talked to me he was just like i delivered your food like why are you talking like that i delivered your food how about just give me my food and leave and he's like are you gonna have a nice day are you having a nice day uh what <laughs> Sounds like sounds like he was a foreigner that didn't know how to speak English. It just no. He was a white guy. He was a straight up white dude. (laughs) When you said the hood, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this sounds like a white dude. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up white dude, and he just went and got back in his shitty car and like left after I kind of gave him that. You know, you know how like you give like a pause of go away. Mm -hmm. Like I, I made sure I I gave off that vibe. But it was just like a creepy weird. I'm like, go make some friends or something, man. This is creepy. Yeah, I, I put I put my and, hands up and I do the little finger thing where you like push them away like go on chew <laughs> be gone I, I just I didn't order from Uber for a while after that by the way because you know they tend to be in the 
I was like, what if I get that weird guy? <laughs> oh, man. There's a used, uh, yeah, no, it, it's possible. There was a time where I delivered for a friend. And then like 30 minutes later, I got another order from him again because his wife wanted something else. And then like I knocked on his door. I was like, hey, man, you sent it again. I know it says leave that door. But I just wanted to make fun of you. I've actually never have had a weird Uber experience. Well, you you just used Uber for the first time like a few weeks ago, didn't you? Me? Yeah, I thought you said it was like I the used first DoorDash for my food. Door DoorDash. That's, That's what I what do, dog. I uh I don't use I don't use Uber Eats. I've never had a weird experience with Uber, but I'm kind of weird about Uber. I don't know why. Yo yo. So we going we going to Texas in, in September for that fucking anime con Warners is talking about that's oh, the real I, question I, if y'all if y'all pay for your own plane tickets <laughs> and want to come on down <laughs> oh we're splitting the airbnb though i'll crash in a corner i just need a little cut <laughs> Bitch, you can have the couch i don't care oh yeah if y'all find a if y'all find a way to fly down i'll pay for the tickets ah, i could i could fly down there that, i can make that money easily I All I'm saying to, is, uh, Warners, we're gonna get drunk, and I'm gonna find you a nice Daisy Duke Texan girl. I don't. Oh God, no. That is not my type. Well, she, she'll dress like Nizuko. It's okay. Just hit her with the. <laughs> Why, dude, Itachi, That doesn't work. That's your high face. <laughs> That's what happen when I get high with you. You're gonna make that face like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I can't imagine Itachi stoned off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he would just be. I feel like he wouldn't be laughing or anything. He'd be sitting there like, let me let me tell you. No, no, no. He'd go down these tech rabbit holes. No, not even that. So you deep. Know, I, I feel like I feel like Itachi's a giggly bitch that we're just gonna do something like, hey, Red, we're gonna grab water. <laughs> grab water. <laughs> no, he's he'll be a quiet conspiracy guy that's he'll, more he'll like go off on tangents that's more like me you guys would be like trying to have like this high moment i'm over here like but but guys let me tell you the big brother yeah. thing listen to me i'm about <laughs> to break it down and i'm just gonna be there like itachi shut the fuck up and watch family guy <laughs> you remember did y'all ever watch, watch that 70s show when they're all high and they, <laughs> they thought the government was listening on them because they threatened yeah. the president <laughs> yeah <laughs> It would turn into some shit like that. This yeah, shit was that, so funny. That would <laughs> be, be me. like, oh, crap. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be, it, but you guys would be looking around like he might have a point, but too high to care. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, but I want to touch you to dress up like the Akatsuki when he gets there. I got the, it's behind my Batman robe you right now. You gotta dress like the Akatsuki. You gotta, you gotta dress like your character. I'm gonna have the, uh, I, you know, if I wasn't so well, scared of sticking stuff in my eye. I'm Blotchy or Blackchy. I showed uh I showed Itachi today my uh cosplay <laughs> of Gyo Tokioma. Actually it looked pretty good. It was the wig that was bad and, I, and Bruh, somebody the wig threw it all off. Which which I, I knew that showing you showing the picture to you. Because I knew you'd have a crack about it. If it wasn't for the wig, it would have looked pretty good. Yeah. Outside the wig. It, it was it was good. It was good. But uh but, I, so I have a, a good friend of mine, she's being very kind and she's good with this stuff and she I showed her a picture, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do it." So, because I, I showed you the picture after her, I was like, "Hmm, man, what, what if Itachi? What did you know?" What, I literally burst out, out laughing when I saw that because you had the face. <laughs> you knew that this was not right. <laughs> but I, I, I was gonna just go by like you can go to like good cosplay 
stores online and buy them pre-made, but they're a little pricey. Mm. But uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm excited, dude. I got the whole my swords coming tomorrow. Oh boy! Are you able to take swords in there? Oh, it's Texas. It, well, it's not a real sword. It's just a cosplay sword. I, 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 I get. Don't... I know. I know. But I'm thinking like Texas. It's like who cares? Dude has a sword. Everybody has a gun. Swords are illegal to walk around with in Texas. Really? Yep. But you can walk around with a, ri- uh, a rifle. You know why? You know why you can walk around? Nobody would want to admit that they lost a fight to a swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> Or a Demon Slayer cosplay. Or a person in a Demon Slayer cosplay. <laughs> Nobody wants to admit that. That's oh, why. Beat, a, beat a, a Texas gunman down and be like, <laughs> get stronger. Slay uh, demons. Could you imagine? You know how upset, two guns. You know how upset a Texan would be if right before, you know, they, they had their gun like, oh, I got this. And they hear, oh, my, oh, uh, moon, you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All they hear is that sword go chink. <laughs> you know how they every anime that has a sword they use the thumb to like yep. pop up their sword. Chink, chink. That's all they hear. Your your key gave you away. <laughs> <laughs> so no. So Texas knows. They know. They were like, Mm-mm. nah. No swords. No swords. No swords. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, Run around. I'm not Run trying to like cut my bullets in half, dog. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'd love to go as uh, an Inske, but uh, you know, I don't have the body type. <laughs> <laughs> or the face. <laughs> or the face. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not baby face beautiful with ripped eight-pack abs. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they'd frown upon me going in there with two double-edged swords. Yeah. With spikes on them. I think they would be more insulted at the body typing. The sword, they wouldn't even notice the swords. They would be like, this. I want to Google Fat Inosuke and see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> they would come, they would come at him after the swords after the fact. Just go in there with like those plastic made ones. Th- those will be fine. But I am taking the role seriously by work. I'm changing my workout regiment to lose weight mm. so that I'm, I, I'm a little thinner and like look, look better in it. Yeah, you know what? You shouldn't do Inosuke when there's people. What the fuck? I'm is not this? doing. I'm not doing Inosuke. I'm doing Kiyotokiyama. I'm sorry. In my head, all I hear right now is Omaioa. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the Texas, only thing I can think of is can I get prescription contacts that are purple? You know, if I wasn't like super sensitive about my eyes, I would have gotten myself some Sharingan contacts. Just for my cosplay, because I got the headband, I got the, the the Kotsky robe, I got the ring, I got a chain. All I need are literally like the the fake Naruto sandals. I'm not big on the nail painting part, so I wouldn't paint my nails. But I, I'd be able to walk around with my my Kotsky my Kotsky swagger, five foot six Itachi. Which was funny because at a Halloween party in San Diego when I went with Al. And he didn't know what Naruto was or any of that. He was like, nobody's going to know what this is. And when we got there, I couldn't walk five feet without a whole bunch of people wanting to take pictures because just because of the Akatsuki robe. And he was like, I stand corrected. (laughs) So just let me get my robe. I'm good to go. I'm going to walk around with my hand. Everybody will know. All yeah, the Naruto you know, fans you know, will know. We, we show up and like Itachi's with the other people dressed like Akatsuki. We're all just gonna be chilling. <laughs> You're just all chilling. 
<laughs> the theme starts playing. <laughs> we don't even know each other, but it works. <laughs> well, that's the same with Warner. He's going to meet up with all the Demon Slayer fans. There's going to be there like, any demons around? All you're going to nah, hear is know. all the ting, 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 ting. <laughs> I, if I was in the shape I used to be in, I'd love to go as Yami. Motherfucker, you still got like two months to get into somewhat of a shape. You talking about like Yami yeah, from Black but, Clover? Yeah, bro, you better Why? like you. You better no. Bro. Two, <laughs> three years ago, I could have done the cosplay for that. Today, I couldn't do it. There's no way. Because three years ago, I was in the best shape of my life, and I was like a solid 220. Donuts were better though. No, I just lots of depression. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know why. Whatever he goes in, I'm, you know, I just want to throw in there depression, getting hit by cars. <laughs> I did get hit by a car. That slowed me down, literally. Now he wants to. Me to uh, now he wants to uh, pick a very fast character, but it works though. It works. Yeah, I'm sticking with running right now. So, so, but. so, like I said, we're gonna meet up in Texas, Airbnb. We split that, but. We pay our own tickets to plane there. If you guys, if you guys want to come, come on down. Um, you know, I did think of this. If, if I, if I got back in good, like really good shape again and did the Ami Sukigiro, I'd be, I'd be showing up with a katana and a wife beater. You really <laughs> would. Cos- with a little would like so- shredded t-shirt on your <laughs> The cosplay would be so easy. All you need is work out. Brown pants. Bring a katana. You dig out your old navy boots. And then, and like just, every five minutes, just say you gotta go take a shit. A dump, he says. I gotta oh yeah, take you gotta a go dump. take a. T- I'm trying to pass my limits right now. <laughs> Good grief! But, They're out there pushing past their limits. Now it's time to push past mine. <laughs> but we are at the end of the episode, everybody. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to go check out our Patreon page for our exclusive content, bonus minutes, and a bunch of other stuff. Also, if you guys haven't already, make sure you go check out the merchandise shop, the Jeezy Shop. Dot com. We have added some new colors. We've got new merchandise coming. So make sure to check it out. Let us know what you guys thought about the episode. Hit us up on Twitter if you guys have a topic you think fits for the show. And stay tuned because we have another giveaway in the works for you guys coming up. But more details on that at a later date. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. Visit us on GammaGames.com. Stay safe out there. We will catch you wonderful people on the next episode. Later, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.